0: Before we get into it, I need to remind you that the Football Index podcast is supported by footballindextrader.co.uk, the best site for in-depth scouting and trading strategy. For the first time, you can now check out a free tour of the members' content before you sign up. Just go to the homepage and click on the Take the Tour button to see a whole month of player scouting from this season and some sample member articles too. As an exclusive offer for podcast listeners, you can give the site a try with a 25% discount on your first month with Fig. 25. That's over on footballindextrader.co.uk. Hello and welcome back to the Football Index podcast episode 143. So I know you guys were expecting Chris uh, Spot FI on Twitter but we had some scheduling conflicts that we just couldn't get around unfortunately. So I had to draft in someone last minute. Someone that, you know, might know what they're talking about, someone that can stand in with no prep and the the chosen one is FI Headhunter. How are you doing mate? I'm good. How are you, Fig? Not too bad, mate, not too bad. It's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week in FI land. Um, I mean, before we get into it, why don't you just uh, give people a little reminder of your, your FI journey and, and a bit about your background?
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, so in terms of FI, I joined in January 2017 uh, when it was just media. Uh, let, didn't really continue with it after the first couple of months. Um, found it a Found it a bit boring, to be honest with you. But, just being <laughs> media. Um, but came back on again in sort of March, March last year. Um, been trading ever since then. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean uh, your, your passion resonates I mean on Twitter and the last podcast I think loads of people enjoyed it and uh, I think your your specialism on the last podcast was to do with attracting high net worth individuals you know with your headhunting background that's not just a, a name you've plucked up thin air that's kind of what you do as a living um, do, do you want to give a bit more of an overview about what kind of what we talked about in the last episode and also um, since then whether or not you've seen any pivot in FI's attempt to kind of attract the type of whales that we we discussed last time,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I think FI's biggest asset is the advocacy of um, of the traders. Uh, traders are massively passionate about um, FI, more so than people are about the traditional gambling products and 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 I still think they're not they're not utilizing that um the the connection with Nasdaq uh, the talk about alternative asset classes are all uh, positive signs um and once those come in I would I would really hope that they would introduce some form of uh, scheme to really leverage the the goodwill, if we can call it that, at the moment, uh, the goodwill that the, uh, the the traders have towards the product to enable them to tap into their into their networks um, and and really get those you know high net worth individuals on board. I mean, they just need to connect the dots a bit better. It just need they just needs a bit more joined up thinking. I think.
0: Hmm. Mm. And I know the you know the refer a friend scheme is. Uh is you know good in its own right but the incentive to try and get as many people on board as possible isn't really there and also the incentive to um get people that might be big depositors on board is, isn't really there and I know I speak as, a, as an affiliate but there you know the dynamism the the flexibility in those kind of uh, referral schemes I don't think is is mature enough yet is it
1: No I don't think it is I th- I don't think it is I think I think once they get everything that they they've got on the roadmap um, in place, um, I, I would really really like to see them put a proper proper affiliate scheme, um, refer a friend scheme that's 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 really really attractive for traders to then you know tap up that person that they they know and they just haven't been confident enough or it hasn't been worth the while to. You know what what is it 20, 10 quid 20 quid before yeah, a friend i mean quid. jesus <laughs> 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 bloody hell um you know if you've, if you've got somebody who's going to deposit a couple of million in this thing and they're going to give you a tenner for it no thanks <laughs>
0: um, i know i've been speaking a lot to to Stu mcdonald on, on twitter oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you know him as well headhunter um he keeps telling me that you know every time he sees his milkman every time he sees some uh, a cashier at a shop or someone at a pub he, he seems to be able to really uh sell fi to them um and he's like oh yeah another another 10 quid bonus here, another 10 quid bonus there but the advocacy um, he he encapsulates really well, and and he kept telling me, you know, like oh this person, this person, I've got to sign up. Just had the the electrician sign up to fix <laughs> up the house. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. If you have you know ten thousand stews, and they can bring on an extra fifty thousand people a year, that's that that kind of compounds, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And yeah, um, you know the all
1: the all the individual accounts add up. Um, But I, st- I, st- I still think there are a couple of steps away from really being in a position to really attract those um, high net worth individuals on mass. But look we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll
0: get there. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a, a little, maybe not pivot, but expansion, maybe into LinkedIn. I don't know if you follow their activity. Oh, there. have they? Right. Um, okay. Headhunter, but I've seen them posting a little bit more there, which kind of. Either says to me that they're looking at um, expanding the type of demographic that they target or just looking to reach more people. Either way, it seems to be pivoted and geared towards. Um, I mean, I, I suppose on average, that the, the average user on LinkedIn may be. Um, might be slightly more affluent, might have more expendable income. Maybe not in this current climate, but in general, and that's maybe where they're trying to, to start to build a network, especially with the Nasdaq affiliation.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's certain things I imagine they're not they're not able to do in terms of proactively going out there and, and targeting people um, cold um, from gambling uh, regs perspectives. Um, but yeah, they could, they, they, they yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. It'd be good to see. It'd be good to see how it evolves. Good to see how it evolves.
0: Mm, mm. Um, well I mean just before we get into it first of all congratulations on, on Liverpool winning the league cheers mate finally, finally. <laughs> first time in my lifetime but I, I do need to plug the Patreon which you're a part of you were the first sign up was I uh, I appreciate it yeah I think so You. I think you even messaged me saying someone's got to be first um, embarrassingly it was you oh, God. Uh, well if you don't know what the Patreon is it's where content creators create premium bonus and behind the scenes content for their audience so in my case I'll be trying to help traders profit more on Football index by adding as much 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 insight as I can. So there's £3, £5, £8 and £12 tiers, VAT not included annoyingly uh all with different great perks so do go check out uh check out for the best football index content around so if you go head over to patreon.com forward slash fi guide loads of people enjoying the discord um we had a great webinar last month with panda talking about the matching engines we're going to have one next week with uh, joel from index edge so football index analysis he's going to be doing one as well which is uh, super awesome got some really great content coming there so i mean uh
1: yeah it's
0: it's been a, it's been a crazy week hasn't it Hadentor obviously we've got quite a quite a few questions um that we got last minute um uh last minute from twitter but I thought it might be um it might be best to just kind of talk through the announcement to some extent but maybe um before we get into that you you had a really funny story that you were texting me yesterday about <laughs> um which I'd love I'd love to be aired on the podcast before we get into the announcement stuff because uh, I I <laughs> I just let you get into it I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it was back in 2008 we got I got a call at the uh at the office from uh, Sky Sports and they wanted somebody to come on uh, Sky Sports news to talk about how clubs uh, recruit football managers and spe- specifically Chelsea, because Chelsea had gone through a few managers at the time. It was the, it was around the time they appointed uh, Big Phil Scolari. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so they came in. It was Fraser from Sky came in, interviewed me, um, and uh, at the same time, they were interviewing Dave Bassett. <laughs> Dave Bassett. <laughs> um, proper old school. Um, so they put this uh, uh, sort of story together that, Uh, appeared on Sky News, uh, Sky Sports that afternoon, Uh, went round cycle, went on loop all day, and then I was playing five-a-side football that night, and um, one of the lads said, fucking hell, he said, said, I saw saw you on Sky Sports. (laughs) I said, yeah, I said, yeah, 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 yeah he said uh, he said i didn't realize you were a football agent i went yeah 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 i'm, so I'm big time like a you know a mini mino raiola uh, so to, uh, to, to this to this day I, I if any of those lads are listening i you know i apologize i'm not a football <laughs> agent they still think they still think i'm some kind of big wig in the football world <laughs> sorry lads <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh fair play i would have i would have run with that story forever to be fair yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a quality one i mean how they found you and why they interviewed is, a, is another story but um, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is brilliant <laughs> absolutely brilliant um right so let, let's talk the announcement yeah. talk me talk me through your feelings headhunter talk me through your thoughts you open that link and you read through all that stuff what are you thinking straight away
1: well, I'm thinking why the, is it fifteen minutes late to start with. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I was I was I was confused. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm I'm reading it thinking, is 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 this it? Is this goalkeepers um, team of the month? I mean, team of the month. I was I was happy with because uh, I felt they needed to do something like that for a for a while. And then and then when I scrolled down to the uh, sort of PB uh, bronze, silver, gold dividend table, I, I, I was looking at it thinking. Bloody hell! That doesn't seem very good. Uh, so my initial reaction was confusion, then disappointment, um, and then then yeah, when uh, you know the the site came back online and it, it crashed on my laptop, uh, my app crashed. Uh, I had a couple of goalkeepers in the queue that I was frantically trying to enlist, and I couldn't, so I lost, <laughs> I lost those um so yeah confusion and then i I got a bit cross (laughs) i'll be honest uh i got a bit angry and then you know what i just logged it off and went home (laughs) left it left the carnage
0: (laughs) so let's let's talk uh two two nights on you've had two sleeps um how, how are you feeling since about it
1: I'm, fe- I'm feeling a lot more positive about it. I think I think from a product point of view, they're both really, really good enhancements. I think team of the team of the month is I think is brilliant. Um, I think that's a great addition. It's something that I actually asked for in the in the survey as uh, and suggested as, as as I know a number of other people did. Um, as something that I thought would be a great addition. Uh, goalkeepers having their own category um, seems sensible. Um, you no, know, but, but both from a product point of view, from a uh, sort of a user point of view. Yeah, they're great. Um, IPD staying, I thought was a, you know, good that they clarified that. Um, yeah, generally positive. I just think the communi- it was the communication before, during, and after that was just amateurish. It was just shoddy, and and I think they made a, you know, a rod for their own back. And and if they'd, if they it, you know, trailed it a little bit better and executed it a little bit better, then there wouldn't have been that initial anger. Is anger the right word? I think a lot of people were angry on Twitter, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think there's been some uh, tweets about, I think, what you alluded to earlier, actually, um, Headhunter, which was about the kind of emotional attachment that people have with this. I'm mm. just trying to find a tweet now from um, Sam FI. He says, one, one of the things I find endlessly fascinating about FI is the level of emotional investment in the product and individual trades. Unimaginable that a new tr- promotion from a traditional bookie would lead to this kind of reaction. So I think a lot of what we're seeing is just like a... A very visceral, emotional reaction, isn't it? It, it, it is. I mean, you know, it,
1: it's something new. It just came completely out of the blue, uh, and I think one of the big mistakes they made was it was fifteen minutes late. We had fifteen minutes to, for most of us, to analyse a category of players that we probably had never even looked at before, and that re- and that really isn't that really isn't long enough. Um, you know, uh, f- 15 minutes to go, oh, shit, goalkeepers are really valuable now. Bugger, which ones do I buy? You know, and we've got f- we've got 15 minutes to do it and then the side crashes. So I-, I, can- I can just imagine people were throwing the phones and, you know, punching the screens and just going absolutely, absolutely crazy with frustration. It just wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. If they'd given us a bit longer, um, it would have made it a little bit easier. Um, I mean, the, the, the tech's the tech, isn't it, crikey? Um, not really fit for purpose. But yeah, that 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 was... That, that was my main sort of frustration but yeah to answer your question slept, slept on it for two days feeling a lot more yeah a lot more positive about things
0: mm, mm. and you know on on the positivity side of things uh you mentioned team of the month there were a few other things you know ipd's being uh confirmed for as as part of the as they quote, said quote unquote dividend family a couple other things such as the uh, deadline being extended um dividends being paid out in the morning to avoid any confusion from Opta. So. Opta. Talk, talk me through some of those things and why they're why they're good for the product and the platform. Because I think on the whole, the consensus is that maybe from a product perspective, FI have kind of got this bang on. I mean, if mm. you were building this from a ground up, you'd have goalkeepers as the category. Yeah. You'd have team of the month, even though goalkeepers were a complete curveball. I don't know how many people asked for that in the survey. I, I certainly didn't put that in my survey. I don't think. I don't think even zero point zero one percent of traders were expecting that. <laughs> so it was a big curveball. Yes. Um, but generally, they've they've hit the nail on the head from the product perspective. So, talk me through why some of these additions are so good.
1: So, I mean, the dividend uh, deadline um, uh, moving from three to four o'clock is great. It's you know we it's it you're going to get to sort of half time for the um, uh, Premier League kickoffs um, uh, on, on week on on Saturday games. Uh, the Bundesliga games tend to kick off was it half two. Um, so there's, it's going to really really encourage trading um and yeah it just seems crazy that they haven't done it before <laughs> um, i'd even have looked to push it back a little bit further i don't know whether or not that's something that they're just going to do maybe gradually um that was good i think ipd staying um, and then confirming that it, w- it was no longer a temporary promotion is is, is great that needed some clarity uh, a bit disappointing they didn't give them a bit of a bit of an uplift i think you know the bottom end the bottom men needed that. I think um, that was good. Um, yeah, the t- team of the month, like I said, brilliant. Um, all, all good additions. It's, 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 it's. Yeah, they've 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 enhanced the product in a number of areas. I would say
0: made it um, incrementally better. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, the point on the, the dividend deadline put, being pushed back, I think that will be pushed back further and further um, because I do think people want to trade in play uh, on Champions League games. You know, um, They want to trade in play on a, a last-minute story that breaks at 9pm at um, about a, a player that might make a move in a transfer window. So I, I think there's going to be lots of opportunities for FI to push that back, but it will be gradual. It will definitely be gradual. I mean, on the, on the team of the month front, this is something that traders have been asking for, unlike a goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, that they have been asking for it. Um, and I think when me and Panda did our predictions, we said, you know, IPD is unlikely to be increased, which we were correct about. We also said there'd be some sort of additional um, dividend payout. We weren't sure what it would look like, but I, I was not shocked, but I think I was quite um, I was surprised that essentially when you look at all the winners from say this season, yeah, Basically, all of them are in the top 200. So, what this does is only further increase the value of those players that consistently perform well, which we all want on FI. We want, you know, I, I want the best player in the world to be on top of the tree. You know, from from both a uh, PB and MB perspective, or the best player for those categories. I don't want to see, you know, we had quite an illogical market in the in the past. We had Zlatan and Rooney at the top of the tree at ages where they probably shouldn't have been at the top of the tree. Um, and, and we are slowly getting to that point where, you know, the real life value of players is reflecting... The top of the index, you know, Jaden Sancho is probably one of the most valuable assets in, in, in the football world. So is Kylian Mbappe, Mason Greenwood coming up now, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Like what, what would these players fetch in a market? And they are near the top of the tree and it makes sense. But um, with team of the month, that's only further enhancing it, which is great on yes. the whole for mm. the product for a lot of traders. But a lot of these players have not really had a, a value increase unless they go on a, on a serious run of form. Um, and do, do you think there is worries for that lower end that haven't had any value increased? I think so. I mean, I dread to think how many millions are tied up in
1: uh, the sort of fifty p to one pound twenty, one pound thirty market. Um, mm. We and the spreads down there are, are pretty horrendous. People will argue, "Well, you shouldn't buy shit," um, but you know, um, it's not in FIs. It's of interest really to not have that money cycling through you know they want the commissions they want to they want to book the profit um they need that money flowing through the index and and this doesn't do that i think i think that's an issue that they're going to have to address certainly before next august you can't have, you can't have that amount of money tied up in traders portfolios that you know the only option is to take a 30 40 50 60 percent um hit on and I, and, I, and I get the argument for well you know a player is only worth what someone's prepared to pay for them, but you know it uh, it is an issue. I think that they're going to need to uh, they're going to need to look at on an interim basis. You know before the next scheduled dividend increase, even though that, <laughs> even though that won't be August, I'm sure it won't be August.
0: Yeah, I think we've got a question about that later. On we on, are right? okay. <laughs> I haven't actually looked through all of them, but I saw oh, one bloody of them. Hell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I totally agree. Like I, I think you know the, the the argument of like don't buy shit, blah blah. And now with the bottom end, and I hold players that are kind of you know fifty p, seventy p, pound, pound fifty, whatever it may be. Um, you have to be very patient with them at the m- minute. Hmm. But. Not everyone has that patience. Not everyone has the budget to be that patient. Because I can sit here and say, I can hold a a pound player that I think will one day be a four pound player or will be a four pound player in however many months. But a lot of people don't really have the budgets to do that and they don't have the patience to do that. And if everyone is as patient as, say, my viewpoint, then there's not enough trading. So if I need to address the liquidity i'd say more than the kind of value like adding intrinsic value to the bottom end if that makes sense and do you think that comes with a market maker or is it does that come with a um with the kind of sell order side of the market engine uh, matching engine i think it needs to be
1: a combination of things so i i i look at it from the point of view of when i joined so when i joined in january 2017 i deposited 20 quid so if i was joining today and depositing 20 pounds 50 pounds which i guess is a sort of typical new user deposit um i'm I'm not buying three Jaden sancho's am i i'm not having a portfolio with three 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 shares in it i'm going to probably go down
0: well you you say that you say that but i've had two two mates one of them who i've known for literally 10 years and finally finally got him on the platform shows how shit a salesman i am um and another one that i went to uni who's kind of got back into it their first buys weren't kind of 50p players um, okay okay so, okay so so i i i don't really i don't really subscribe to this notion that um play people starting out with smaller budgets because these guys do have you know 50 100 quid in their portfolios um i don't really think that they people people do go for the like oh i'm gonna buy you know lee kang in sorry if anyone holds them but i'm just <laughs> thinking about a random player under one pound 50 right um they went for, you know, one of my friends is an Arsenal fan. He bought Saka, he bought Martinelli, he bought, uh, you know, he bought um, Kulusevski. He was buying quite like relatively mainstream players. My other friend, you know, he bought Greenwood, Bruno, Pogba. He's a United fan, obviously. And he'd he bought like, uh, you know, relatively a lot of premium players and a lot of players across the, uh, across the market. I really don't think there's that... Um, I don't think there's that thing where just because someone's new, they automatically go to the bottom. And I don't I don't really know about that.
1: OK, well, but let's but let's say half do and half don't. So, you, yeah. so So let's say just for argument's sake, let's say half do and half don't. And um, yeah. FI spend millions on the biggest marketing budget ever that they've trailed, uh, you, you join, you deposit your 50 quid. You do go down the lower end and then you can't get out of those positions without taking the 50 percent hit. You ain't going to deposit any more money. It's a real problem for them, I think. Um, I think they need to address it. All
0: right, let's let's talk a little bit about the negatives. <laughs> oh okay, God, right? God. We, we've we've talked about the positives a lot, uh, yeah. and we've kind of cycled through the negatives when whether we're talking about uh, liquidity or anything. You talked about being kind of shocked, disappointed, even angry at, at looking at the dividend increases. Why was that the case? Was it just because it felt quite frugal, or was there other reasons? It, it just didn't feel
1: enough. It, it, it you know. They kind of made a rod for their own back, trailing the
0: one billion market cap and alternative asset class. If, if you're going to, if you also, I guess, saying it's a generous but sensible increase. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And and that 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 certainly wasn't generous, and some would argue with goalkeepers, uh, it wasn't sensible. Um, it, it, it just it, if it, if they want to raise market cap, the dividends have to lead the market cap growth, don't they? Otherwise, the yields will decrease to the point that the market cap will overtake it if that makes sense um and this this won't do it this this if, if they genuinely aren't going to increase dividends between now and August next year we'll'll we'll, we'll reach the market cap for the current dividend table I, I think by Christmas
0: I said November I November Did you with, right um, I agree with,
1: um... I agree and, and yeah so 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 what's the plan what's the plan for them to get there because you know, if 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 market cap doubles, um, you know, there's only a limited number of top end players that people are going to buy. Those prices are going to go up, and the yields are going to decrease, not in proportion to market cap growth, but in proportion to sort of player price growth. But they're going to have to do they're going to have to do something, otherwise they're going to, you know, they're going to you know tie the tie their hands and and not achieve, you know, what this product can be, which is way more. It can be way more than a billion. I mean, crikey, that's unambitious. So I mean,
0: £20, 20 billion pounds of bets are placed a year in the UK alone.
1: Well, you how know. much have people got in that that Bitcoin thing? And all, you know, there's all <laughs> so, there's all sorts of money out there. People
0: yeah. buy all sorts of stuff,
1: and and you know, there's 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 so much that can go. I think I think they'll get there. They'll get there. Um, but um, they've almost sort of tripped themselves up a little bit. And what? I don't know whether they've deliberately tried to stop the growth. I don't, I don't know. I mean... Um...
0: Well, I, I was I was thinking about this earlier. An interesting thing that I think Rob Cheesewright said to me is, like, maybe they were frugal on purpose mm. so that the foundations of the products with uh, MB being revamped completely and sell orders coming in, um, the next increase can be a lot more generous when you know, maybe after we've had a second wave wave of COVID, people know where they stand from a business standpoint, even though I think this will become the new normal for the next twelve to eighteen months with, with COVID, like people are gonna live like we are living right now, um, for the I don't wanna say distant future, but but the but the, certainly the near term. Um do you have any sympathy for them in that in that regard? Headhunter, you know, uh, biggest global crisis in definitely my lifetime since World War II. Um, the the economy is going to take a massive, massive, massive turn for the the worse as soon as the furlough scheme is over, and um, probably towards the end of Chris, uh, towards the end of uh, twenty twenty, and the the twelve months after that, we're going to go through a, a pretty tough time economically. Do you have any sympathy for them in terms of being quite conservative with this?
1: I, I have got massive sympathy for them. I think what they what what they did in managing the the platform through the crisis was was extraordinary. I think it was absolutely brilliant. Um, if they'd just come out and said that before launching the dividend table, I think everyone would have been okay with it. If they'd said, look, you know, we need to be a bit more sensible, a bit more frugal. Uh, we're putting this in place. We need to assess, you know, what the post-COVID world uh, looks like. Uh, we don't want to sort of um, overstretch things. Maybe that's not the right phrase to use, but you know what I mean? If, they, if they'd just maybe trailed the... Um, Uh, that they were being frugal and the reasons behind it. I think people would have accepted it. I would have. I I don't know about you, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think just a little bit more um, transparency in that regard would have been good. You know, we don't want to know the, well, we do want to know the ins and outs of their finances, but we don't need to know the ins and outs. We, uh we'd appreciate as much as transparency as possible but if they just come out and said look like we went through covid and it was amazing uh for from a market standpoint we took in this many bets this is how much was traded over that time point we're in a really strong financial position but we still want to be conservative because of x y and z um and we believe this is the, uh, not only uh, for the good of the business but for the good of the the company we don't want to be irresponsible when trying to um you know, you know, up dividends by 150% and get people to spend loads and loads of money during a pandemic. Um, I know the gambling regulators are definitely clamping down on, um, you know, uh, gambling advertisement during COVID, et cetera, et cetera. So there are a lot of different nuances that I think FI could point to, to kind of say, well, actually, this is what led to this decision. Um, but I think that kind of communication is something that they lack in general and they definitely lacked during this period. They did, they did. I mean, they're, they're operating as,
1: they're still operating as, I mean, you've talked about this on previous pods, they're still operating as a startup. Um, their management team, uh, uh, they're just not operating in a way that you would see in a normal business of this size um and they they just create problems for themselves where they don't need to just they they should employ a director of common sense on the board you know just somebody who they they split sense check everything with just don't why are you sending that out that's mental you know just just, oh god you know i uh, I think uh,
0: maybe you know we've talked about their comms a lot and i think i said on the the podcast with panda last week they've gone from having very poor comms to kind of maybe slightly below par parkons yeah. so on on the whole it's really improved and i think um, to give them credit where credit's due, the comms for big events have all in all been really good, mm. apart from this one in particular. I think during yeah. COVID, the communication was excellent. Yeah, it was. Um, um, you know, the video with uh, Mike and Adam, amazing. All the open letters from Adam, amazing. The tweets, everything that they did, they they hit the nail on the head almost every time. Mm. But the problem is when you, when you set yourself up to that standard, Headhunter, you have to execute with the same ability in the future. And I I I don't think they covered themselves in glory with this announcement. No, they're, they're kind of damned if they do and damned if they don't, aren't they? I mean, we all want access to to Adam. We
1: want access to what's going on with the company. We we like being feel. We 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 you know we 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 call the CEO of the company by his first name. Who who knows who runs Ladbrokes and you know all these other bookmakers. Um, you know, so uh, we, we we like that accessibility. Um, um, so it's kind of okay. Well, if, if we, with that comes this frustration, um, and maybe we just got to <laughs> accept that sometimes they're going to sometimes they're going to mess things up but you're right it, it, you know it's it, through covid it was superb absolutely superb because people um must have been worried about the, the the viability of the of the product the platform the deposits worried about the jobs um worried about what the world was looking like and and they really steered the ship through i was really really
0: impressed with what they did all the way throughout they needed a lot of credit for that yeah, they, they did exceptionally well, and um, I think just carrying on that good form through to this announcement would have been um, would have been really really great. I mean, just on the comms points um, for this announcement, headhunter, what what were you most confused about? What what left you feeling like you had no idea what was going on? I, I didn't have um,
1: a I didn't have a clue whether team of the month was a thirty day recyclable um, share thing like IPDs, um, um, and I still didn't know an hour and a half, two hours after the announcement. <laughs> even after i tweeted it incessantly oh i missed that i was so angry i, I, I was so angry I went, I went off twitter and everything uh, uh yeah yeah there was just so much confusion wasn't there there was so much sort of white noise there around it that it, how hard would it have been to say you know to, to give a couple of examples so this means that if you bought a player in january they will qualify for the whole time that you continue to hold them that that's not hard to say. You know, would have, you know, do you know what I mean in terms of you know common sense and you know better yeah. comms? Um, it's al- it's almost like they, they they know what they're trying to say, but they sometimes can't articulate it in writing. Um,
0: yeah, you yeah, know, I so, totally know what you mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so um, that 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 was the main sort of confusion for me and then trying to work out are goalkeeper's good are they not should i buy them?
0: um what we we'll, also the other thing is like is there enough, enough excitement there for traders that they will buy them like do you know what i mean like there was always that all that kind of um confusion i think a lot of people were like oh you know the yields might be good but they they kind of are for ipd sometimes what should i buy them should i not like it was uh you know, and to have only fifteen minutes to do that is um, is obviously like a, a disaster for a lot of traders.
1: It is. I mean, I left them alone um, on on the day um, and yesterday morning. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a few. I, I, I felt dirty after buying them. Figure, I don't have, have a shower afterwards. It was horrible. Um, but I I, I thought, you know what, um, that, that I see them as a kind of set and forget almost. Get a few in your portfolio. Uh, I went for teams that I don't have players in. I don't normally watch. I went for ones that have European football, you know, like most traders would have done. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave him to sort of tick over that, you know, leave, leave him for the long term, assess what happens. Um, hopefully, you know, win some dividends that I can, you know, reinvest in other players. Um, so yeah, after, after I, after I calm down.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, finally I've got here in my notes, uh, the tech. Um, is this something that we're going to have to live with the, the, uh... The malfunctioning I guess, of the platform on, on on big volume days um is this something we're going to have to live with uh until nasdaq is fully implemented oh, it shouldn't be should it um I, I, I mean i'm not i'm not a tech person but
1: uh you know the guys on on twitter that the are seem to be saying they just need to do better load testing they must know the sort of volumes they're going to get and it's every it's every it's every time it's after every announcement and you know, that was my biggest frustration about the whole thing. It wasn't It wasn't that the dividends weren't increased as much as I thought they should have been. Uh, it wasn't that they'd thrown us this curveball of goalkeepers. It was that I couldn't act on it. I just couldn't do anything. I just felt helpless. And I, and I, and I could see, I could, in fact, I couldn't even see the ticket. It was a blur because that many buys were going through. And I'm thinking, oh, these bastards are getting on these goalkeepers at 25p, <laughs> and they're going to be worth 75p, and I'm missing out. And I think probably a lot of people
0: felt the same. Yeah, I mean, in your position, even worse, because you couldn't unlist the players, that you, the goalkeepers that you had.
1: Oh Well, well I'd, I'd, bought, I'd bought a few Bundesliga play, uh, goalkeepers because of the, the five-something, and I did all right. I won quite a few um, IPDs and a few PB wins. Um, but then I thought, right, I'll list them, and then this came through, and I'm like, oh, shit. Do you know what I think? It is what it is. My, my port took a bit of a hit, uh, but then I, I went and I filled in my spreadsheet, uh, and I was back where I had been on the Monday. Of the same yeah. week, you know, and I think people have got to zoom out a little bit um, and realize that it doesn't, you know, it's 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 not a disaster. Um,
0: it's not the end of the world.
1: It's it's not. It's not. And s- some of the price drops at the top end for the players that are, um, you know most suited to team of the week were confusing. But I just saw it as an opportunity to, to, to you know to top up. You know, um, Trent's won seven out seven out of eight this season pre COVID, and he and he dropped twenty p. <laughs> What's that about? crazy
0: very strange very strange odd Um, right well we're going to do a few questions but I need to plug a load of stuff now so uh, if you guys haven't had a look at uh, indexgame.co.uk yet Uh, They're third-party data to And they've just put out the top team of the month winners and dividend earners for the nineteen twenty season now. And they're available for free on Index Gain as well as every team of the month so far. So head over to indexgain.co.uk forward slash blog. So indexgain.co.uk forward slash blog, B-L-O-G, for further details. And then if you go for their premium version, you can use the code FIG2020 for five quid off your first month. And that's not all. If you go for the semi-annual plan, you get one month free and then another five quid off your on top of uh, that with the fig twenty twenty code. This podcast is also brought to you by The Athletic. Uh, the Athletic is a subscription based sports news site delivering in depth sports coverage. Honestly, it's just fantastic. If you don't have The Athletic and you're trading on FI or you're a general sports fan anyway, I, I don't know what you're doing. And you've got to spare two pound forty nine a month. Um, you know, it's if you want fifty percent off your annual subscription you go over to theathletic.co.uk slash fig and you get it for £2.49 a month for annual deal. Uh, for their annual deal. Headhunter, I don't know if you've bought anything for £2.49 recently.
1: My first post-lockdown pint. A lovely oh, yeah.
0: pint of Moretti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big fan of just generally Italian beers. But Super, it was lovely. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get better than that, I don't think. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and then this podcast is also sponsored by Index Track, the ultimate portfolio tracking tool. See how you've performed versus the market's growth, your share expiry dates, interesting portfolio stats, and more, all from an upload of your transaction history. And now you can see what shares you hold that are eligible for in-play dividends over the next 30 days. Head over to indextrack.co.uk and use the code fig twenty twenty. For your first month free. Um, so we have got a load of questions here. Um, index FI- Track,
1: Index Track, Fig. I signed up to that this week. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely, Enjoying it. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely no, there we
0: brilliant. Go. Little uh, recommend little, it. Little, Get on it. Plug from uh, from the man himself, Fig Twenty Twenty, over on indextrack.co.uk. Track. Sorry. Uh, go go. On. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing my job for me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, speaking of your job, um, Fi Gardener says, "If Headhunter was headhunting, the Fi Twitter." community for football index, which three traders would you pick and why? And he says, sorry, badly worded, which traders from FI do you think could help football index with its development? Okay. That's an
1: interesting one. Um, let me think. I would say um, Panda for one, um, uh, from the gambling uh, perspective, um, probably uh, Sam Freeman I would say. And, me, man. and 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 me, obviously. <laughs>
0: Fair play. You got to put your name in the hat. No, name in the hat. no, uh, no love for fig there, but we'll move on. Um, uh, Harwood index, Jamie Harwood. Um, who, who wins the Prem next year? And is Jose still in charge of Spurs at the start of the next season?
1: Well, uh, Liverpool are obviously going to win the Prem next year. Although um, City might. Did you, has, has the has it been confirmed that they've had the FFP thing kicked out yet? It was, I think it was re- it's
0: going to be confirmed. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, All that's right. not going to happen.
1: Yeah, so uh, if that gets confirmed that FFP's out the window, then I, I would have said Liverpool, but maybe City or even Newcastle. <laughs> if the Saudis coming, they might, <laughs> uh, you know, they might, uh, yeah, they might come in and, uh, and spend big. Will Jose be there next season? Um, crikey, I dread to think what kind of contract he's on. Um, wow. it's, whether it off it's three speed. and a half
0: years since January isn't it so what would the payout, so...
1: what would the
0: payout be there I don't but think there's... Levy wants to do that does he no I think he'll still be there I think yeah. he'll still car, car crash that that team oh, at the moment it's great it's wonderful to see <laughs> um, Rob Cheese Wright uh, was excellent on last week's he podcast great, definitely yeah. go check it out with uh, Football Linux LL uh, he says would FI's announcement have gone down well had they waited until after the Div review to talk of the 1 billion slash 10x market cap and keep expectations low and then come out after and say the rise was modest but with nasdaq and marketing to come we think we can get to a billion bear with us and he says sorry that was not a that was a long queue question not brilliantly worded i think the (laughs) answer (laughs) is yes
1: a very short answer to a very long question i think yeah you know they set the expectation and then under, under delivered if they'd if they made this dividend announcement, explained that it was as a result of COVID, and then just being a little bit more prudent, and then said, "But however, you know, we we this is the you know the first, the next step on our journey and our ambition to become a one you know a billion pound market cap alternative asset class uh, with the integration of NASDAQ," then traders would have been absolutely bouncing. I think I think he's absolutely spot on.
0: Uh, F-I-L-L who was his partner in crime last week who was absolutely excellent as well Um, last week go check out that episode episode 142 of the football the next podcast he says do you agree that since introduction of goalkeeper dividends um, has further distributed money throughout the market more into goalkeepers that due to scarcity it prolongs period of market growth as it enables many players to be below present value for longer which aids future growth or is that untrue (laughs) I'm not
1: I'll try and answer it if I understand the question correctly. Um is he saying that the money's going to be stuck or it's or it's spread um, thinner or, or he's
0: he's saying that the the money is spread thinner meaning that the players that are that would be the main ones pushing the market towards a billion mm. pounds or who would be the a largest thing chunk mm. stay uh stay at their current state or there or thereabouts before we next go into a, a, a big growth period
1: yeah yeah i, th- I think that's uh, that's fair i, th- I mean it, it, in terms of the money being distributed i don't think that really affects the market cap though does it because the market captures the sum of all the bets um but uh, but uh, i mean look at me I'm, i i my strategy is buy the goalkeepers and just leave them um so it's not, after this feeding frenzy when everyone gets the goalkeepers in the ports. Are are, they, are, are people going to be trading in and out of them? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it's going to be interesting to see. It certainly adds a new dynamic, doesn't it, in terms of, um, you know, uh, another category of players to be able to sort of trade and, and flip.
0: Hmm. Mm. Uh, we've got a question here from aaron palace if adam cole went full rogue and gave you the keys to the kingdom what would your roadmap be from now until the end of the year to rekindle the optimism the community had about the future of the product at the end of 2019 and to be fair i think you know during and after covid as well
1: well, they said they're going to uh, publish a roadmap at some point, didn't they? Did, they? did they say when they were going to do that? What would I do? First thing I'd do is I'd, I'd go in and um, assess the capability of the senior management team, see whether or not they're, um, it's going to sound really harsh, it's whether or not they're fit for purpose. Um, you know, if, if, I think a business is a bit like a football, football club. You know, if the the, the the management team that you'd have in place in the conference isn't the same as the one that you'd have in the championship or the Premier League, um, they probably just need that next level of um, individual, you know, to enhance their decision-making process. Um, what would I do to uh, sort of get them back on track? Um, I, th- I think just be clearer, publish the roadmap. Be, I'd have be... mentioned something about linking the dividend table to market growth, didn't he? It was a bit well, of think,
0: a Well, I think if you think about the letter, there's a bit of reading between the lines, isn't there, where yeah. you said um, the dividend re- uh, table will be reviewed annually and in line with market growth, which is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think if they were just a bit more explicit on that, if they said, you know, once the market cap reaches X, dividends will go up by, by Y. We've got to put a mechanism in place to link to link the two maybe not publish the exact mechanism but make traders realize and and you know put it down in in writing that you know that there is going to be that direct correlation they're going to maintain a minimum yield um you know that's part of the business plan that the, re- the yield on on the top let's say the top 200 won't fall below whatever percent um so the traders have got the confidence that as the market cap grows the the yield's going to keep pace i think that mm. would be a game changer for them if they came out yeah. and said something like that well, I don't even know if
0: it needs to be that explicit. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think it just needs to be a bit more, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a, this is how much dividends will increase every year. It's like, uh, we understand that um, we we want attractive yields and that um, we, we want uh, the yields to be in line with. The market growth like saying something as specific uh, and and explicit as that would really help a lot of traders i think because at the moment there's a lot of people being like okay well if they didn't increase dividends that much this time what's the next one going to be like that's 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 the fear isn't it you know um uh it's it's the
1: uh it's, you know suggestion that 57 percent rises of things of the past are a thing of the past um and you know people are in investing for the long for the long term. It's a long term. It's a long term bet. Uh, and I know I put money in on the basis of thinking that uh, you know the dividends were going to be growing at a sort of faster pace than they have done in this last um, yeah in this last announcement. But uh, like I said, I think I think they'll get there. I think
0: they'll uh, um, have something up their sleeve for before August. Um, did you? I mean, final thing just just on that. did you think the the media increase especially was quite frugal or do you think that was because of the uh, the whole thing changing at the end of this month I think it was because of the whole thing changing but it, it did
1: it, there was a comment around we're going to concentrate on on pitch actions during the season and then media in the summer um, uh, I felt a bit, bit a bit sorry for those people who've got really really media heavy uh, ports um, it, it almost feels like they were overlooked a little bit, um but but, yeah, I think you're right I think I, I think and hope that they set that right when the media um when the media review comes in with with some kind of you know increased payouts or additional payouts on certain days for for extra places um
0: I, I think, think also Meet media is the one that probably gets the most love from a promotional standpoint, doesn't it
1: yeah, it's, i mean it's it's the it's the part of the platform that saved it imagine if they, did, yeah. if they hadn't had media during covid they would have well i dread to god think. knows god knows <laughs> i dread to think um you know so it's almost i just found it a bit odd that they didn't do anything but I, yeah on reflection i think you're probably right in that uh they're going to tie it in with the you know the media review and uh, <laughs> whenever that happens um uh, uh, yeah and hopefully enhance it
0: then yeah let's see what happens uh, got a cutting question here from daily uh why can't FI stop themselves from fucking around with the game rules every few months when the market and any high net worth potential traders are crying out for stability
1: they're trying to fix the bits that are broken i think um i think you know you could argue that moving the deadline from 3pm to 4pm is them fucking about with the rules but you know i think we all agree that it's it's enhanced the product so I, t- I don't mind it. I don't mind it. As long as, as long as they're not huge whole-scale changes that decrease the value of our bets. Uh, if, if it's just enhancing um, and tweaking uh, bits of the platform, bits of the rules, little idiosyncrasies, putting them right, I, th- I think that's to be applauded. I don't know what mm. you think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, there's going to be bumps along the road to growing this product and making it better. And some of the things that we see as normal, like, you know, goalkeepers not having their own category um, and then having their own category is a logical leap. And product-wise, it it makes the platform better. Was it a curveball? Yes. Was it really unexpected? Absolutely. Did it water down some of the value of our bets? Some of them potentially because the money was distributed and comparatively, uh, goalkeepers increased from a value standpoint exponentially. But it's something that you kind of have to live with longer term because it's, probably better for the product overall um but yeah yeah it is it is something that that needs to be uh looked at longer term but i think short term there is going to be more growing pains i think that's what i would call it um but i I do understand you know especially if if fi have got this emphasis on long-term nature of their bets the three-year bets and then they kind of chop and change every other month it's they're between a rock and a hard place aren't they
1: they, they, they are but the issue with the three three year bet thing is not everyone's better the same three years so um because people are trading in and out so it's not as simple as saying oh they're going to change the rules every three years because you know you might only be a month into your three year bet when they do that so the they are they are they're stuck between a rock and a hard place i think all, all you know all in all the little
0: tweaks that they've made uh um are to be applauded i think they're positive um we've got a question here from dazzler Fi, who himself was excellent on the podcast uh, a couple of months back what do you think the logic was behind extension extending the commission free bids? superficially it looks like the pos- it like a positive move for traders but the general consensus seems to be that it's detrimental to the market at the moment that was a surprise to me as well i don't think we discussed that yeah um I, I i think it's because they've not got the sell side tech in place
1: and they're just trying to buy themselves a bit more time interesting I just, I just, I just, it just seems odd because the general consensus from traders seems to be, you know, it, it was great initially, but it seems to be, uh, you know, making the market, you know, stick a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, everyone's trying to scalp that extra 1%, 2%, 5% off prices. And, and yes, uh, t- trading's just got a little bit stuck. Um, so to, to extend it, when that dynamic seems to be apparent, seems to be a strange move unless there's something else behind it. And that's what immediately came to mind to me, which is <laughs> they're not ready to launch the sell side and they're not going to meet their original time frame. And as such, they've just yeah, bought
0: themselves a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, got a question here from Football Index Dream. Do you think low bids need to be managed better, such as a maximum percentage you can bid lower? Um, do you think it should be lower than 60% percent head Whew, um, higher than sixty okay. percent, rather no, lower. Yes, lower than sixty <laughs> percent. Sorry, my brain was. Awry. Crikey!
1: So, 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 does that, so, so are, you,
0: I, I, are you saying we should be able to bid lower, or, or we should higher? Be higher, as in the the, the boundary should be higher, uh, lower than sixty percent. So I bids are. Haven't off. really thought
1: if about. it. Haven't really thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Um, <laughs> m- maybe until maybe there is some merit in that until the sell side comes in because every everyone's trying to. Get players for a lot cheaper than, you know. Pe- pe- people say the matching engines, you know, great. It's the, you know, it is one of the greatest innovations since I've been in my limited time on the platform. Um, but people are just being greedy bastards, aren't they? And they're trying to get players for way less. Um, so maybe, but yeah, uh, I don't know. So it's, or is it supply and demand? When, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, it's, what uh, I've thought about? Uh,
0: I I think it was um at the time it seemed like a good move having a, a bid zone. Um maybe fifty percent, forty-five percent. But I think any lower and you start making those spreads too too tight almost and the appetite for bids becomes low, and obviously FI don't want that. So again, between a rock and a hard place in that, like you can't you can't have your your cake and eat it if you're FI, um, if you FI in this position, you want to balance um, how many people are bidding with uh, the the kind of margin of the spread.
1: Yeah, they're stuck with it now, aren't they? Until the sell side comes in, they can't really change that because all the bids, all the bids are in play. So I don't I don't know how that would work. Um, so I think it's just something we've got to live with until sell orders come in, and then hopefully, you know, you you would hope that the dynamic there would be that the spreads would narrow. Um, uh yeah that's what i would expect to see anyway yeah 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 um
0: right we've got an interesting one here i just want to find it um oh where was it fi berbatov how far are we from the point of no more dividend increases two three years miles away
1: miles (laughs) away It's 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 going to be it's going to be exponentially easier to take this platform from one billion to ten billion than it is from hundred million to a billion. It's much much easier to scale the bigger you get. So um, if 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 it becomes what Adam Cole wants it to become, which is an alternative asset class, we need to stop thinking about it just in terms of the number of bets and the volume of bets placed. We need to think of it in terms of an alternative asset class. Um, And as a result, uh, dividends are going to have to rise. In line with market cap, otherwise you're basically cutting your nose off to spite your face, aren't you? You know, you cut the legs from under yourself. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see why as a business you would do that. So, I, I, I think it'll keep. I think it'll keep going. I did predict a hundred percent on this one, though, so I was miles <laughs> out there, wasn't
0: I? No, I think you know, it, it's seven, six, seven years away, maybe. I don't know that's the, that i've I've worked on the assumption of five to seven years from now, and if it if it was longer than that, I wouldn't be surprised um We've got a question here from mr Nefu. well uh he says this is quite a long one, so bear with you often spoke you've often spoken about the need for f i to entice more whales. I think we discussed this at the, begin, at the beginning of the show it says Adam Cole has also spoken about f i moving towards being an alternative asset class quotation marks with a little value added to potential yields with the new dividends how do FI find now tempt these whales into coming on to FI I,
1: I think they they have to get the tech right uh, they have to um, become dare I say it more professional uh, uh, you, you can't have a scenario whereby you've got a major market announcement and people can't trade that that could that just can't happen people just won't people who've got you know millions and I know we've got Big traders with millions invested in this product now, but they've typically come through the growth with the company and, and um, are you know aware of these little foibles that that the tech has. Uh, they've, they've they've got to get that sorted. I think you know Nasdaq coming in, a uh, fully operational trading platform coming in. Get that absolutely nailed on. Get the
0: tech nailed on, and then and then go big and attract the whales, and I think they'll come. Hmm. Mm, i think uh I, I think you've 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 nailed it you know like i think people really underestimate how much more money would come into this thing if so many of those little kinks have been worked out you know the tech the comms the professionism um some of the functionality that means a lot to a lot of people doesn't it it does it does it does i
1: mean you know if you're if, if, if it doesn't matter how much money you've got you know it's if, if if you're a multi-multi-millionaire and you've got a couple of million that you're going to sort of drop into this thing, you're not going to drop it into a platform that, that crashes, where you can't trade, where announcements are delayed. It just looks unprofessional. And and you, you, you're going to think, do I really trust these guys with that amount of money? Um, so, But th- those are all quite easily fixed, or they should be um when when nasdaq comes on board and just with a you know a, a, just a bit more um sort of due diligence of the you know from the from the top team um they'll 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 get there they'll get there but they need to yeah it, it feels like they've got an opportunity now that, you know t- and
0: yeah i'm sure they'll uh, i'm sure they'll nail it mm mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure they will and there is an op- a lot of opportunity uh, for them um within that kind of like what we've just discussed and i think they will push harder and harder there but uh but yeah th- there's a, there's a lot to be fixed um we've got a question here from fi mac how long do you think the lack of increase in dividends will cause a slump in the market for and are people approaching 30 the most in trouble for price dips um it's an interesting one in terms of how long we'll see this kind of tepid nature of the uh the index
1: I, I, I think it's I, I was thinking about this um yesterday and thinking why why isn't why isn't the market flying um and i i look back to what i did so i i invested the the cash that i had available into the index in anticipation of the announcement so i i wonder whether it's just that people are just maxed out um in terms of you know without overstretching themselves in terms of their available spend and that um you know that's just caused a little bit of a a little bit of a pause uh, and that you know as people assess the team of the month goalkeepers uh, the, the the increased value of those top end players as a result of team of the month uh, people and, and then people get the available funds they'll, they'll start depositing again it'll start growing so i would say a couple of weeks next payday probably <laughs>
0: Couple of weeks, fair play. I've yeah. uh, got one last one, I think, here from Jonesy. I, I thought this was quite interesting because it might, might spur some debate. Do you think goalkeepers will become lucrative now that they can earn dividends? Lot smaller pool of players, meaning much cha- bigger chance to win. Top defenders, midfielders, forwards are worth £10, £14, and £10 respectively, whereas the top goalkeeper is only worth one pound fifty. Surely they start to catch up and could be massive money to be made if they do. What are your thoughts?
1: It's, a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because the, the top goalkeepers, what, 10% of the price, roughly, of the top player, um dividends are less, but they've got more chance of, of, of winning. So um I think they are undervalued. I mean, like I said, I bought yesterday uh some goalkeepers that had already had 70 percent growth and I'm, I'm typically up about thirty percent on those already. And and you know my plan is just just to leave them. So I, I picked up some goalkeepers with European football yesterday for 35 P now you know when the match day dividends come in at uh, the start of the next season that's is it 1p 2p and 3p is that right um on, it, it is yeah and then you've got the t- I, I ignored the team i I largely ignored the team of the month um what i would term the team of the month competitive goalkeepers because i felt that they um rightly or wrongly i didn't do any kind of in depth calculations but i felt that they were the ones that traders would have focused on first and maybe they had uh, already had that sort of peak, and and maybe were a, were a little bit overpriced. Um, so I, I, yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting one. It's 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 a new fun dynamic to the platform, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, and I think uh, another opportunity to make money, another yep. opportunity for, for you know for another strategy. You might have people who specifically trade goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah. Which would be really interesting. Goalkeeper-only strategies. Did you see the guy on the forum who had a goalkeeper-only <laughs> portfolio?
1: What an absolute legend. And it, it, it does make me laugh before every dividend announcement. People go, oh, when a goalkeeper's going to fly and everyone takes the piss out of them and then this time they were right. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, I dread to think how much money he's made, but fair play
0: to the guy. God, fair play. I dread too as well. Fair play to him. I mean, the, the best bit about it was talking about... um uh, oh yeah, you know the. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? If it doesn't happen this time, it will happen at some point, and I'm going to hold whatever the whatever the case is. He must have woken up like it was Christmas Day when he saw yeah. the portfolio. Yeah. It'd oh, be like ju- like like
1: like George Best throwing ten pound notes around on his bed. With Miss <laughs> Bold, where did it all go wrong, George? <laughs> fair play oh, to the guy. Oh man, fair play.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think we'll wrap up here, Because we've, I mean, we've only gone for about. F- nearly 60 minutes but it feels like we've talked for three hours because we've discussed so much um but uh where where can people find out more about you uh mainly on twitter um
1: fi headhunter uh, and in the discord for those that haven't joined yet Uh, yeah
0: join join the discord Join the Discord patreon.com forward slash fig. Thank you so much for, for, for coming on, man. Pleasure. Thank you so much for standing in last minute. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope we got through as many of your questions as possible. Sorry it wasn't as, you know, formatted and, and as slick as usual fig casts are, but um, alas... You know, sod's law, if you do over 150 episodes, sometimes these things happen. Um, Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you're commuting, doing your thing, stay safe out there. If you're not commuting, shout out to the non-commute crew. Football Index is a gambling platform. Only bet what you can afford to lose. Uh, Thank you very much, everyone, for all your questions. Thank you very much for listening.